radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week three recap show fantasy football scoop and poop that was a pretty mild poop there that was a that was a nice easy one those were my favorite actually really i don't like struggling yeah that's I mean, sometimes you just got to, you know, push one out, you know what I'm saying, to clean the pipes, so to speak. But when you get older, it just starts falling out, you know. <laughs> There's no resistance. It's That's like true. a slip and slide. That is true. Loading up on Metamucil from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> I am your host, Tony. With all, with me, as always, is Bishop and Micah. And uh, pretty interesting week this week. Uh, lots of fantasy points. And a couple heartbreaking losses. I uh, I actually put a poll up today uh, about what is the worst way to lose a fantasy game. And I, I, I gave three options here. Uh, one point loss on Monday Night Football. Uh, other guy has a 30-point monster game from his special teams and defense. Or that you bench, your, bench a player that had a monster game. Uh, did anybody vote on this poll? Um, yes, I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Micah. Yeah, I voted for the, uh, unsurprisingly, for the Monday Night Football loss. Hmm. Bishop, what I about you? As, yeah, I, I definitely did as well. Uh, but I, I, I thought about it. Like I, For me, it wasn't like a gimme. Uh, the bench player having a monster game, to me, that's like fluke. Because uh, it, it could be a guy like that uh, Devon Achan, whatever his name is. Yep. Uh, like, no one was seriously ever going to play him that week, but if you lost because of that, you weren't really, you were going to lose anyway. But yeah, between that and the other guy having a monster performance from a kicker and defense, that's a, that's a tough way to go, too. I, I picked, uh, I would, the worst way to lose is your opponent has a, a monster kicker or defense game. I've, I've been on the other end of like 30 point defensive games and like 20 point kicker games. Uh, I think that like those those two positions are are very high in variance, so it's like you got to be really lucky to get that. So I, I think that's the worst way to lose. If 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 somebody asked me, and uh, 
these are all very relevant, and we'll talk about them <laughs> soon. Uh, let's get into the matchups. Uh, our first matchup, we uh, start, as always, in the Balls Mahoney. And we have Turtles, Iowa Gangbang Thugs versus Nitro. Bishop, you are still undefeated. 111 to 95. Yeah. Yep, yep. Technically, you're undefeated. This is true. <laughs> because we did tie last week. But uh, 111 to 95, uh, you were the highest scoring team this week. Turtle put up a great fight. Uh, were you a little nervous about this one? Yeah, I didn't even realize he put up 95 until like, you know, Monday. But uh, yeah, I, w- I actually was a little nervous because I-, I thought I had it in the bag. Yeah, Turtle gets a, a monster game from Kenny Walker the third. Uh, two rushing touchdowns, twenty three points. Uh, Justin Jefferson continues another another stellar game, twenty points. He actually got a touchdown this week, which is good. Um, he uh, got really snaked with his other two running backs. Only two points from AJ Dillon in a game where Aaron Jones was out. Uh, AJ Dillon gets two points, no catches, thirty three yards rushing. And uh, Javante Williams was part of that uh, Miami massacre that I'm sure we're going to talk about quite a bit, uh, Bishop. Did uh, did you have that game on on a TV? Yeah, I think it was the local game. Uh, no, actually, no, it was the Bucks because they played at one. Uh, yeah, it was definitely on my TV, and I think Tyreek Hill was the first person to score. I think like so. that Sunday, uh, he had the first touchdown, and I was so like, I wasn't like grateful but as the game went on when i saw how much they were up i'm like they're gonna stop throwing a tyreek hill and i'm like i was so happy that he got that first touchdown because by the you know by halftime they were just like yeah we're kind of done throwing the ball we're just gonna run the ball so thankfully he scored when he did yeah and uh uh, just a a all-around great performance from your team um you had the one smash game from tyreek hill with 23 points but uh, you have some other numbers here. Uh, I see a, a 12 from Chris Olave, 13 from Mike Evans, who had an insane catch, by the way. Uh, Micah, did you did you see that catch where he, he jumped up, kind of reached behind him, and uh, had to come down with it? That was pretty sweet. No, I actually missed that one myself. All right, well, look it up. I mean, if you're playing with Baker Mayfield, you got to make some crazy catches, and that was certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 11 from Tony Pollard, 14 from James Conner. So not like setting the world on fire, but like excellent double-digit games from uh, pretty much everybody on your team except your your defense here. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I only put up five touchdowns, which isn't that much for 111 points, but that Olave dude, like every week he's putting out double digits, and I don't think he's caught a touchdown yet this year. No, he certainly has not. He's uh he's a he's a great player. I'm uh still mad that I traded him away from to you last year. Uh but Turtle starts 0-3. Uh I would love to know like how many years Turtle has started off winless because uh he, he showed up in the Discord chat, surprisingly, just to vent. And uh I miss I miss hearing from him because like you know he would have been on fire this week, Bishop. He's like, uh, like relegated to the fact that he is a perpetual loser in this league. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I think he understands his his place in in our hierarchy in our league, where he's like a, a rung above BDI. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like yeah, yeah, like like a like a half step above the BDIs, uh, but just below Santino. So yeah, shots luck, turtle. shots fired by Bishop here. <laughs> wow! I can't wait for. Yeah, his... I think some uh, I think some Cuban hitmen might be coming to your door soon. <laughs> Well, like a, a Minnesota hitman would just like be very polite, you know, <laughs> kind of. Oh, how you doing there? Well, they're don't they're you know? polite. That's that's why they call the Cubans. That's right. Well, anyway, uh, again, you're you're still undefeated, two zero and one. I'm gonna keep pointing that one out for the rest of the year until I play you again, sir. That's smart. And let's go to the next matchup. We have uh, K Wall's robot unicorn attack. Versus my artificially intelligent. And uh, started off pretty rocky for me. Uh, Keenan Allen started the noon games with 32 points, Bishop. Uh, 18 catches, 215 yards. And didn't he, like, throw a touchdown? Yeah, he yeah I was just looking at that because I'm like, that math doesn't add up right. to 32 points. And normally it would give you the stat for a passing touchdown. Uh, but then I scroll down and I see it. Yeah, he's a 49-yard touchdown pass to Mike Williams. <laughs> before before his knee disintegrated, I guess, <laughs> Mike Williams. Um, Yeah, like 32 points is an insane number uh, from a wide receiver. Um, and I was, I was shaking in my boots uh, because uh, the 3 the o'clock games came around. Um, well, wait, let's talk about the noon games first. Uh but James Cook didn't really do much. Eight points. Uh, Brian Robinson had a total dud for me. This is the first week I actually played this guy, uh, and he, he laid an egg right on the field. Um, so I was chasing a big number here going into 3 o'clock, and then uh, Devontae Adams just saved my ass on, uh, I think it was Sunday night football. Uh, I want to say it was Sunday night football. Uh, 32 points for Devontae Adams, two touchdowns, uh, bailed me out big time here, gave me a puncher's chance here. Um, I think I was chasing like 16 points going into Monday Night Football. And again, the double Monday Night Football. Uh, Talk to me, guys. How much do you hate this? Do you hate this as much as I do? Um, I personally don't care too much because uh, I'm on like, a different schedule, obviously, too. But because uh, I find that if there's two games going on on Monday, like there's one, unless there's a fantasy implication, I probably don't care about. So I just pay attention to the one that's the more interesting and just check scores on the other. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly my answer because I didn't even watch a second of that uh, the Oakland one. Uh, I don't even remember who they were playing. I was only watching the the Rams because I had vested fantasy interest in that one, so I forgot the other game was even on. Well, I'm like a degenerate, right? So, like, I need to watch both games, so I have to watch in my basement where I have uh, multiple TVs set up. Uh, I would much rather just be on my couch, comfy, you know, like just big chilling. Um, but I was, I I needed help here. I had uh, Jalen Hurts. I had. Puku Nakuku, I had the Eagles defense, and I think he had like a 17-point lead and Kyron Williams left on Monday night. And uh, 
Kyron Williams didn't really do much, only five points. Uh, had a big game from the Eagles. Uh, the tush push, again, was uh, an easy touchdown for Jalen Hurts. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do when the NFL outlaws that play because <laughs> that's like 10 rushing touchdowns that is just going to go away from uh, Jalen Hurts' stat line every year. I don't know why it should go away. Honestly, like I don't understand the debate behind this. Well, the NFL like doesn't like things that are, are, are too like unstoppable. Like, uh... Dude. You know how many play like uh, calls like uh, what was it like uh, illegal formation and like all these stupid like ticky tack rules need to be gone. Like I, I don't care what formation. There's no such thing as an illegal formation. As long as there's eleven people, it should be legal. You know what I'm saying? All right, I like the chaos angle. Yeah, I like that. Exactly. Like you get more, you get special plays. You know what I'm saying? Like you get to think differently. It's like a chessboard. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just me. I hate the NFL because there's no fun leagues. <laughs> well, I guess if I was going to critique that, I would say, why is it okay to like push a guy, but it's illegal for a running back to like use leverage and like art, like you know, because I, I believe Priest Holmes got touch touchdown technically before for like leaping off of a guy, one of the linemen. It's like why would that's kind of the same concept? You're using another guy for leverage. Yeah, I think that's like a, a penalty on special teams, too. Like, you can't push on a guy, like, when you're trying to block a kick or something like that. Leverage. So then stop it, then. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop creating unnecessary rules and just figure out a play, uh, a defensive play call to stop it. And then guess what? People are going to stop doing it. <laughs> well, I think it has, like, a 92% success rate, so it's it's... Pretty but then if you have three defensive guys on top of each other, then you could take out the two guys on offense on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm saying you gotta think outside the box. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm I'm outside the box. I got my first <laughs> win this week. I go to one, one, and one on the year. Uh, and I hand K Wall his first loss of the season. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Shula. Where we have Giuseppe's Ted Lasso way versus Matt's team spam. And uh, not a great week for Giuseppe. Uh, he loses 81 to 66. Um, and I guess this is the spot where we're going to talk about the Miami game in depth. Uh, uh, Miami Dolphins quarterback. I don't know how many of these were actually Tua and how many of them. I guess uh, four of the five were, were Tua. Mike White, actually. I think that's... Is that a, a former Jet guy? Does that sound that sounds right? Yeah. Maybe, but you know who Robbie Chosen is? Oh, is that Robbie Anderson? He changed his name? Yes. That's yes, awesome. it is. Amazing. <laughs> I thought you were saying so Chosen jet to from jet. Karate Kid too. <laughs> yeah, Jet to Jet. Look at this. The, the real Jets need this kind of action, not, not these fake Jets. Um Five touchdowns for Miami Dolphins quarterback. 39 points, Bishop. Um, <clears throat> like I said, that game was pretty much the red zone game because like there were so many touchdowns in that game. Uh, <clears throat> 70 to 20 was the final score. And uh, the Dolphins had two opportunities to make history here. Uh, they could have kicked a field goal for the most points ever scored in an NFL game. I think the record is 72. If I if I'm correct there, and they also had 
a a chance to break the total yardage gained in a NFL game, Bishop. So, like, when you get that close, wouldn't you just do it? I mean, what's what's what's? Why did you stop short? You know what I mean? I mean, if it was a division rival, I wouldn't do it because you know you're going to end up playing them twice a year. But it's Denver. Like, who cares? <laughs> Kick the field goal. Make it interesting. They might be worrying about uh, injuring the long snapper, <laughs> or like a uh, like a what's that called? A flea flicker, right? Yeah, that works every time. You get seventy-seven points, and then you ab- ab- abolish the record. What I don't get is like, like the the coach was like, "Oh, we didn't want to, we didn't want to embarrass them and run up the score," but my guy, you scored seventy points, like <laughs> you could like the the seventy like wasn't <laughs> like them running it up. It was just like. Denver not able to tackle. Right, yeah. Like, <laughs> unless you want him taking a knee at the one, like <laughs> he's running for a 70-yard touchdown, and he's like, I'll just stop at the one because I don't want to make Denver cry. <laughs> no, you're just going to run. How about try tackling Denver? Yeah, there was, a, there was a picture that I think Giuseppe posted where, like, there was a running play that, like, six of the Denver Broncos 11 were on the ground because they got pancake blocked. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a, a war zone, like a sniper came through and just took out all these Denver Broncos trying to tackle. But goddamn, Matt needed that. Uh, 39 of his 81 points here. Not a good game for the Gus Bus. Alexander Madison has a good game in the stat sheet, but he still looks like shit on the field. Like He does not pass the eye test to me. And uh, Ramondre, not much of a game here, four points. So uh, the Dolphins quarterback definitely bails out Matt here. Um, Giuseppe probably was feeling good. You know, he, he was up three touchdowns, uh, or he got three touchdowns, rather, from uh, Patrick Mahomes real early. So he, he kind of was kind of probably hoping that the the, the Chiefs were going to pour it on uh, the Bears like uh, – Travis Kelsey's pouring it on Taylor Swift these days. Um, and then Mike Williams did catch a touchdown, but again, he disintegrated his knee. He's now out for the season. Uh, old man DeAndre Hopkins, only four points. B. John Robinson, only seven points. Again, it's kind of like this guy is a, a generational talent, I think, here, and he just does not get the touches. Micah, I'm sure you were watching that game. Uh, was the the Detroit Lions defense just stifling the the, the Falcons here? Oh man, I mean, they they are doing quite well, man. They had a really good game, uh, big improvement over the previous week in Seattle, and uh, I think they were just kind of, uh, you know, Giuseppe made a bad play there. He chose to do the E Jacksonville instead of uh, you know the Lions, man. The fat lady sung. Yeah, she... Lady Sunga Giuseppe in uh, a sad Italian opera. And uh, his Mike Williams is now RIP'd. This is a bad year for anyone that has named Mike Williams as affiliated with the NFL. Ooh. So, Fat Mike Williams, say your prayers, buddy. Definitely loaded up on the salami. And also, uh, your guy T. Higgins here. I think he had more drops than he had catches. He only had two catches, so... Oh. Yeah, you like surprised me today when, when you sent me that picture of him and he has a new jersey number. Like now, I am on the Tony side of the <laughs> T Higgins is a bum. That's all it took. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate when people change their numbers like yeah. arbitrarily. Oh, man, does that irritate me. What I hate is like defensive linemen wearing like the number two or something like that. Something stupid like like big men should have to like wear big numbers. You know what I'm saying? They need double digits at least. Yes, absolutely. And there has to be an, like an eight or a seven in there. Yeah, Some, a wide number. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Matt uh, goes to two and one, Giuseppe to one and two, and we go to the next matchup. We have Cologne Rocks versus Cocksuckers. And uh, Cologne Rocks here with a 111 to 93 victory. Um, so where do we start with this one? Uh, Cologne Rocks was the beneficiary of a huge game from the Buffalo Bills defense. 33 points, Bishop. Um, Washington just got their ass kicked, like, big time. Uh, what do we got? One defensive touchdown, nine sacks, four interceptions, one fumble recovered, and only three points allowed. Yeah, now that you mention it, I don't even remember watching the Washington team on the red zone. Like, I don't remember seeing them once on offense. That's pretty impressive by the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Um, so 33 points from his defense, and then he follows that up with 19 points from his kicker, Micah. <laughs> so, damn, that's, uh, that's, that's a lot of points from defense and special teams. Um, what is that? 52 points. My, uh, my math here. Yeah, man. He got the uh, special team special there, man. Took him over the hump this week. And what's pretty funny is when you look over at, uh, Bobby big balls, like he actually starting Justin Fields was the right decision. Unfortunately, the other guys couldn't put up enough points to, uh, surmount 33 points from a defense. By the way, the bills had, I believe six points of the previous two weeks. So they definitely outpaced themselves. And uh, I'm going to assume this is the, one of the poll questions. One of the answers here. Uh, that yeah. sucks, man. That really sucks. <laughs> and I mean, it it's sucks. good for Cologne rocks, but I guess on the opposite side of that, that just, that just blows. Cause you think, Oh, the quarterback's going to have a huge game. You don't think that you're going to get smoked by a kicker and a defense. No, never. I mean, it, it's it's Cologne Rocks was incredibly fortunate here. Um, only one point from Derrick Henry, which eleven rushes for twenty yards, which is kind of crazy. I think uh, I will start Cleveland Browns defense. I think the Cleveland Browns defense is for real, uh, gentlemen. So that's that's a defense you definitely want to avoid. Um, only six points from Garrett Wilson. Uh, he didn't end up catching a. 12 points from Joe Mixon. And this guy, Tutu Atwell, Tootsie Atwell, Bishop, 13 points and a touchdown. Uh, looks like a looks like a pretty good find here for him. Uh, just so you know, are aware, I just did the math, and the Bills defense have more points this season than the Bills quarterback. <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. I was doing math over here. Yep. But yeah, Bob's team, 93 points. That's usually good enough to get a win in this league. Um, very unfortunate for Bob because Bob has two losses on the year, okay? And if you remember, week one, 
was the week that K-Wall played Bob, and K-Wall had 43 points from uh, from the Dallas Cowboys defense, and he oh, yeah, and Bob lost that game. So Bob has been very unlucky this year, uh, catching strays from uh, like historic defense performances. So um, tough luck, Bob. Uh, your team looks good. Keep it going. Stay in the uh, the triple 49er formation, and uh, we'll see what happens next week, I guess. But uh, let's go to the Ditka. And we have yes. Santino's yes. Lucky Wolf yes. versus... Worm Friedrich and Team Taylor. It was a a big week for Team Taylor here, Micah. Both uh, on this game and in real life. Uh, One hundred four to eighty six. Santino puts up a good fight here, but uh, the Swifties were too much to take down here. So uh, tell me about uh, tell me about Team Taylor. Well, I should take back every mean thing I said about Jarek McKinnon. Last week he was uh, BDI's garbage, and he comes out on Sunday, delivers his best game of the year. Wasn't good enough for a worm, though. Cliffhanger. <laughs> More on that later. But, uh, yeah, man, he got uh, the job done. Uh, Justin Ebay. Uh, the Chargers are garbage, but <laughs> Minnesota's even more garbage. So they will get a bunch of points there. Um, Santino finally got rolling with Jamar Chase. He finally did something. And uh, A.J. Brown, who we'll also talk in a moment here, I, I was not too happy with for other reasons. But uh, he finally got some guys going. But something's going on in Jacksonville because uh, that that blonde-haired bomber they have there, he's starting to look like, uh, at least for these past couple of games, he has not been good. Yeah, Uh it's you know I had high hopes for for the Jaguars offense and they just got ass kicked by uh, the Houston Texans of all teams here. Um, Christian Kirk at home. Yeah, it was at home too. You're right. Uh, Christian Kirk saves the day with a, a touchdown here, but uh, yeah, not good for for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, I, Santino's running back situation is is I mean it's not great. I think he uh, he was at least competitive this week with uh, some stellar wide receiver plays here. Jamar Chase looks elite, and he looks like he's uh, like he should be playing. Still no touchdown here, but he he was catching the ball like every other pass from Joe Burrow. So uh, the Swifties were the talk of the NFL as uh, Travis Kelsey is is dating Taylor Swift now apparently, uh, and like. Bishop, did you watch? Did you make it through that entire Bears game against the Chiefs? Uh, I don't think I did. I think I, I wrapped it up uh, probably about the third quarter because I knew Justin Fields is terrible, and it was just going to hurt more watching it. Yeah, I I turned it off uh, right before halftime. I I forget what what the final straw was, but. Like the defense, like <laughs> I think three of their four secondary players got hurt. Uh, the defense is trash, like anyway. So like nothing was gonna happen there. Justin Fields looked like shit, and uh, that was like uh, that might have been a turning point for me. Um, 
I, I've been rooting for Justin Fields for, for three years now. I still like the kid. I just don't know if he can uh, be an NFL quarterback. I, 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 uh, I think I'm on your side now, Bishop. Yeah, you don't draft quarterbacks from Ohio State. That's like a rule that people should know this by now, but no, people still keep falling for it. Maybe if he ate a steak, he would uh, play better, you know. <laughs> True. All right, let's go to the last matchup, and I have a feeling we're going to talk about this one for a while here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had Micah Serbia going up against BDI's Nick slash her, and BDI did it again. 96 to 95 ends up winning on Monday Night Football. Micah, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, man. This one, uh, this one sucks. I'm uh, at Thunder Dan's on Sunday, getting caught up in the rapture of the Lions game as they're dominating the Falcons. But I am paying attention to uh, Boggleman Jameer Gibbs, who did not look too good until the fourth quarter. Um, not having the steady starting true running back definitely hurt his game a bit uh only one reception now i did see all of a sudden my score kind of start climbing and climbing and climbing and i'm looking at my phone seeing that's raheem mostert and then i look over and i see why all these people keep laughing because they're watching this miami broncos game and everyone just like it's just it was just like there's laughing at how horrible and i believe one of the things that got the most laughs was i believe there was a clip of the aforementioned uh where all the uh broncos looked like they all got like assassinated from a machine gun or something <laughs> just laying there like worthless slugs but uh i was feeling pretty good but uh not too confident i was like hey this guy's doing good raheem mostert uh He's got to be a lock for the, uh, you know, one of the the start of the week, $10 play for the best running back. But everyone else on my roster did not do much of anything. All of my receivers were ignored. And there are some very costly turn of events. I got uh, uh, my brother in Christ who... He needs to start saying his prayers again because, man, he throws one interception at the end of the game. I was, like, hoping this isn't a uh, harbinger of things to come. And then it comes down to Monday night and Devonta Smith. And he's virtually ignored. And then other factors, Yanghu Kim misses a field goal. BDI man got really, really lucky, but uh, he got a hot hand. Jerome Ford still doing good, although he's injured, so that might come to an end. But, uh, you know, as you like to say, it's better to be lucky than good, and he's got two one-point victories. So one point or not, he's got two digits in the win column. Ruined my uh, my my 3-0 and attempt and to stay ahead of the division, so... GG, I guess, BDI, but uh, I'm still won the division, so you can have your win now. <laughs> uh, Bishop, is uh, sports gambling legal in, in Florida? Um, Actually, I don't know. I haven't tried. Uh, I, I haven't been paying attention to gambling in a while. 
But I did notice two things I wanted to say really quickly about this matchup, if you'll let me. Sure. One, BDI changed his name to get rid of the slash because he really wants you to say his team name and get you fired from your place of business. So don't fall for it. And two, I just noticed he has he started Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. Now, both of those people were uh, former Vikings. And and uh, Micah started the Vikings quarterback. Do you think it's a possibility that he started those two and said, I could steal touchdowns from Kirk Cousins? You get what I'm saying? Like get that extra point on the reception, thinking right. that they were still on the Vikings? I, I think anything's possible. I don't think there's a chance that he knows that Adam Thielen is in Carolina. I don't. Th- I don't think he knows that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, why? Who starts Adam Thielen, right? <laughs> Unless he was thinking, I'm gonna poach Micah's touchdowns from Kirk Cousins to Thielen, so I'm gonna play this guy. Yeah. And then found out he's in a different uh, area code. Adam Thielen had Andy Dalton throwing him the ball this week. Uh, it wasn't even that rookie. Um, he was he was out this week. Um, but yeah, I wanted to know about the gambling because it seems like Calvin Ridley is not very uh, interested in playing football Ooh, the past two weeks. I see what you're going. Maybe yeah. he's got some action on the side. Who knows? Got a, like a couple burner phones. You know, you know those ones you buy from like Seven Eleven with prepaid like data and minutes. He's probably using those. I'm sure he's just got a VPN set to like Taiwan. He's just gambling from over there. Maybe that's how he got caught. He, for, he forgot to turn it on or something like that. That's it. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably what happened. Uh, Micah, I know it's tough losing to BDI by one point. Uh, it happened to me in week one. Um, yeah, Devontae Smith, not much action. It all went to uh, A.J. Brown. Uh, Tyler Lockett, I don't. did he get hurt in that game? Because that's, that's crazy how he had, like, three catches. Just just ignored well, actually I, I think he actually had a couple of targets so okay he had seven targets but only caught three so i don't know what the yeah circumstances were but after that big game he had against the lions i was expecting a lot more and all i needed was like one catch just one catch with somebody get some yards bonus yeah. something i'll take a tie just don't miss a field goal i'll take the tie <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think everybody feels for you there. So uh, let's talk about some money players. <laughs> and a lot of Dolphins here. Uh, at quarterback, we have Tua for Matt. Straight cash, homie. At running back, we have Raheem Mostert for, for you, Micah. At least you get $10 out of this. Straight cash, homie. I know, you could buy like a couple bottles of eggnog or something like that with ten bucks, probably. Ooh. And at wide receiver, we have a split. We have uh, Devonte Adams and Keenan Allen for me and Kwal. Straight cash, homie. So five bucks for each of us. I'll take it. Start of the week. And forty points. Um, there was a lot of big numbers this week, but I think 40 points is, is worthy of, uh, of the start of the week. Uh, just look at the stat lines. It's, it's pretty crazy. 13 rushes, 82 yards, three touchdowns. Okay. But on top of that, seven catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. Um, that's, that's an insane day. I, 
the the Dolphins offense is like Madden. Like when you like when you're playing in like year six of your your dynasty mode, Bishop, and like you edit all the players. You remember those days? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so it it there's so much speed on that team, and Raheem Mostert is healthy currently, and uh, you can see what he can do when he's healthy. of the week. And we're going to give this to Derrick Henry. Uh, First round pick, one point, 11 rushes for 20 yards. Man, is the Cleveland Browns defense... I will start Cleveland Browns defense. Just that intimidating, Micah? Have you been watching? Oh, yeah, dude. They're they're really good. And uh, part of that reason is... uh, Actually, someone I wanted to ask you about earlier is with all these troubles the Bears are having, what do you think of the idea of the Bears hiring Jim Schwartz? Ooh. I mean who is one of the reasons why this Browns defense is is as good as it is. I mean, is he bringing Miles Garrett with him? Because I'll sign me up for that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. He could even what he could do with this roster. So, not real sure. One lucky Um, I'm gonna give this to BDI a one point victory on Monday Night Football. Uh, Giuseppe kind of asked me. He's like, "Wouldn't Matt be the lucky bastard because he only beats one team this week?" Uh, and it would have been Giuseppe. And he played Giuseppe, but I don't know, Bishop. I think a, a one-point victory is is more lucky than playing the worst team. And it's BDI, right? Like right. you have to take into account the the owner, right? It, it's it, it's clearly BDI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, anybody, anytime, and the other. Yeah, I was gonna say, and the other mitigating factors, like all these little things that happen, he loses or maybe ties. He's definitely the the lucky bastard this week, no doubt. I'm, I'm glad we all agree. And speaking of the worst fantasy football owner of the week, it is Giuseppe, uh, 66 points. League average was actually like 93 points this week, guys. So that's that's one of the highest scoring weeks I can remember here. Uh, But yeah, 66 points. uh, It's not good. So that's going to do it. For the week three recap show, fantasy football scoop and poop. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Scoop and poop fantasy podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.